welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. ComEd will never come to your home or business to ask for your account information or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert. Hey, Eric. I've just put up my Christmas tree at home, and I'm wondering... Is it okay to completely ignore the back of the tree? (laughs) Do I have to put ornaments back there? I have it situated in a corner so you can't really see it. But I don't know if it's right to just do two-thirds of the tree. Just wondering. Thank you. Roxanne. (laughs) That's a good question. You know, I actually had this debate in my house. My daughter and I were talking because I was going to put the tree in the window or in the corner. And she brought that up. She's like, you know, in the window, you got to. Decorate the Decorate other all the way around. And if you put it in the corner, you can probably get away with just this side of the tree. And I'm like, well, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Shove it in the corner. I think you're you're onto something there. Do most people do that? Like your tree, where is it in the corner? Is it can you see all four sides of it from wherever it's situated? Uh no, you can't. So well it's pressed up against a window, but since I'm, I'm in a high rise, I figure no one's walking by, no one's gonna see that side. So I didn't decorate that end. The mm-hmm. problem is I had to twist it to plug the lights in and then there was a section. I'm like, oh, darn, wait yeah. a second. And yeah, so then I had to move out. everything over a little bit. But then I have kind of like crap decorations that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so I started putting those towards the back a little gotcha. bit. Rather um, than just throw them away and get ones you do like. Could, well, could call on Well, it. they're for the back of the tree. Like I, I specifically keep Where those. no one can see it, so yeah. there's no point to having yeah. it. But I know that it's a little empty, and I, I need to put something there. How about yours, Whip? Is yours up? Yeah, it's up, and I'm trying to think. So ours are kind of uh, against a window, too. Ours is kind of against a window, too. And I think we have decorations all the way around. You don't even know. You were watching TV while the decorating was going on. Yeah, I will tell you, a, I can only... A lovely family tradition. <laughs> I was doing that, and I remember specifically the directions, or the, uh, the the decorations going up on about three sides. I'm not sure about the fourth. Right. <laughs> but I don't th- I That's think... That's where you send your littlest kid back yeah. into, right. the, into the corner there yeah. to take care of that. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. look from outside to see. Uh, 312-233-1019. Let's do five votes on this, Swanee. Five votes, fifth vote gets a prize. Do you decorate all the way around the tree, or are you allowed to leave the back of the tree blank? (laughs) Like, if the tree fell over, which, by the way, more on that coming up today, too. Oh, no. If the tree fell over and your back of the tree would be exposed, people would judge you. you got to remember that. Right. Like, yeah, family over there, like... (gasps) Yeah. Just empty. <laughs> oh. That hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, I think there's something going on with my throat. Don't try that again. Boy, that one, I don't know what happened there. 312-233-1019. votes. Decorate all the way around, or are you allowed to leave the back open? Fifth vote, hmm. get surprised. Thank you for the question. Jane, when it comes to decorating the tree, do you go uh, just the sides that are exposed and leave the one against the wall empty, or do you go all the way around? All the way around. Otherwise, it's going to tip over like it did to me. Oh, really? Yours did tip over. It tipped over a few years ago, so now I do it all the way around and I tether it to my band. Oh, wow. You have heavy well, ornaments. Well, you actually lock that thing down. <laughs> wow. Put some you know, securing hooks in the wall and lock it down. Fishing how, line. <laughs> how, uh, how big's your tree? It's 10 feet. Oh, 10 feet. Hey, wow. That's yeah, high right? ceilings. You, yeah. don't, you don't mess around with the holidays over there, do you, Jane? I don't mess around. No yeah. way. All right. Uh, yeah, all the way around. Thank you, Jane. I'll set you up with a prize. Do we have anything for her? That's a lot of... Uh, what do you want to yeah. give her, Swanee? Yeah, we got some pro- ex- extras. Uh, yeah, we'll give her something. Uh, that being said, of the five votes we got, 
four of those votes said you got to go all the way around the tray. Really? Wow. I didn't expect that. I like chain lunch. I was also reading, uh, when it comes to Christmas trees, kids prefer real trees. Mm-hmm. Two-thirds of kids prefer real trees. Good for them. And when you get the real tree, you're supposed to put water in there every day. Every day. Every day you're supposed to water the tree. Yeah, that And you know. just water. That's what tree experts say. You know, you hear, like I even said on the uh, show, I talked to a doctor friend of mine who's like, you know, just put a little dash of orange juice in there. Right, it keeps yeah. everything really fresh. I heard Sprite ones. Sprite, I've heard that I've before. Heard, and I feel like they make little powdery stuff you're supposed to put in there, too. But maybe Well, they not. brought that up. They and said bad? Sometimes you'll see that they do that for plants, and they try to pass that off for Christmas trees. Uh-huh. They say, don't put that stuff in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't. Right. Thank you, Jane. We'll set you up with something lovely. So the internet says... The best sound ever is the sound the ATM makes when you're withdrawing money. They describe it as "krr, krr." That's yeah. Krr. Okay. That sound where you can hear it coming out, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I said I like the sound of a, you know, the shower running. Violetta, I had mentioned, you know, the coffee. Uh, maybe people like the sound of the coffee machine turning on. Swanee wanted to be clear. That is something that you should not be involved in. <laughs> I missed it sorry. earlier. Violetta flooded the kitchen with coffee today. No. We're still dealing with it, as is the floor below us. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm kidding about that. Uh, Whip, what is the best sound ever for you? A fan. You like a fan sound? Yeah. I, uh, it's kind uh, of along the same lines. That, that it kind of is. Gray the noise, white noise shower. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about money, Patrick, the best sound ever is what? I know it's no longer, but the sound of your old chains running through the bank machine. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you uh. can get that, uh, you know, a jewel where yeah. you put it through the coin star, but... Man, they rip you off. They charge you a little bit. Oh, and they you have charge to you donate. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, hi, Adam. Best sound ever is what? I'm a teacher, so the final bell at the end of the day when the kids go home. Oh, uh, I remember I'll that. Yeah. Yeah, loving that, aren't you? At number three, Lynn, best sound ever. Ocean waves hitting the beach. That is oh, a good sound. Gosh. That is a good. Oh, oh, relaxing. Wow. Hypnotic. You, we used that term earlier for yeah. that Billie Eilish song. The waves hitting the beach is kind of along the same line. True. Also, it's very hypnotic at number two. Mary, best sound ever. All right. Good morning. Uh, the best sound ever, popping open a cold one. Popping open a cold one. <laughs> the sound of a cold one being popped open. And finally, in at number one, the best sound ever, Vicky. Um, the noise a vacuum makes when it runs over the little pieces of dirt. Oh, the yes! best ever. When you take the stick and put it along the counter, all those crumbs. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. You can hear all the crumbs coming up. Making a girl so happy. Really does. <laughs> How's your morning going, Vicky? Uh, pretty good. I'm on my way home from work. Oh, really? Third shifter? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what do you do? Um, I am a cashier at a gas station. Okay, okay. now when you get home, uh, do you pop open a cold one in the morning? Uh, no, I stop at Duncan on my way home. That's my cold one. Good woman. Go. Good woman. <laughs> Unexpected honeymoon destinations. Where'd you go? 312-233-1019. It's like I predicted it. John, where'd you go? Wisconsin, Dow. There it is. What? Yeah. There it is. Where'd you stay? Noah's Ark or? Uh, to be honest with you, we were so hammered, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Maybe the Kalahari. Yeah, did you do the duck boats or, you know, the uh, see any of the water skiing shows? Did we lose him? He may still be oh, hammered. Right, right here, he's already gone. Yeah. Gone like he, the wind. He ditched us. Uh, this one is for you, Whip. Okay. Meg, your unexpected honeymoon destination was what? Yeah, 
we went to New Hampshire, and then we took a day trip over to Boston and caught a Red Sox game. Red oh, Sox that's game so cool. That's great. Fenway Historic Ballpark. Look at see. Whip, it's, the, it's the Wrigley of the Northeast. See, look how excited <laughs> he is. <laughs> Whip's like, I'd like to scrap Australia and do the Red Sox game. I've done the Red Sox game. Oh, oh fancy, yeah. fancy. That's right. Maybe you can do this on your way. Amy, your unexpected honeymoon spot was where? We went to Cooperstown for the Baseball Hall of Fame oh. uh, weekend induction. Mm-hmm. Oh, that has always been a dream. Of, like, I've been you there. I know, I know. <laughs> really, can I just talk to these people off the air? You are geeking out something fierce. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. So it was fantastic. Oh, it, was it was. Weekend. You liked it. Like, you picked that, or did your husband pick that? My wife picked it. Ah, oh, your perfect. I want to go. go. Let's all go together next that time. Great. Invite me. Call me. That is great. Look at this. Uh, your unexpected honeymoon destination, Tony. We went to Portland, Maine after uh, our our wedding on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Oh. So you we went to Portland, Maine in November. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's not a beautiful bar, but it's basically the same weather here as here or worse. That's what I told my wife, but she wanted to go hang out some bed breakfasts and, uh, you know, eat some lobster out there. But uh, she actually got a skin rash and stayed in bed for three days while I was hanging out at the bar. I'm so sorry to hear that, but I got to tell you, it adds to the story. She had a horrible shellfish reaction. I hung out at the bar and uh, she just covered herself with salve. (laughs) Salve is a great word. It is. Uh, your surprising and unexpected honeymoon destination, Jim, took you where? Bull Shoals, Arkansas. Where, Arkansas? Bull Shoals. Bull Shoals. Oh, and uh, and what uh, what is the appeal of Bull Shoals, Arkansas? My ex-wife likes fishing, and it's good trout fishing. Ah. Wow. Some of the finest trout fishing in the nation, I guess. Is that romantic, trout fishing? Well, to them it was for a little while. Yeah. (laughs) And then it all fell apart. (laughs) And then finally, you want romance. Yeah. You head where for your honeymoon, Kathy? We went to Culver, Indiana. Oh, that's nice. Culver, Indiana. (laughs) That is nice. What's over uh, there? And why would you choose that as your destination? It just kind of happened. There was nothing to do except rent videos, and the lady asked my husband if his mom had an account there. Aha! <laughs> I don't know how it, how your honeymoon just kind of happens. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And uh, a quick shotgun wedding, and it just was the next town over. Living big. Ready to find out what's trending on Twitter? Yes. All right, Violetta, you got the top three? Yes. Okay, in at number three. Taylor Swift and Match.com trending after Swift debuts her newly recorded love story song in their new ad. Ryan Reynolds' production company uh, created this ad and asked for the snippet to be in there. So see in the ad, too, they say there is a, there's a veiled reference to Scooter Braun. Oh. Yeah. If right. you look in the background, you can see a scooter kicked over. Because, uh-huh. you know, he's the guy that bought the original masters to all the Taylor Swift songs, so he owns them, so Taylor couldn't use them. Right. He had to re-record everything. Yeah, she's, yeah. so, she's kind of sneaky like that. Yeah, she always really gets is. it. I'm going to editorialize is. really quick, just real oh, quick. God, I, yeah. I like her. I do. But yeah. I find her, like, personal right. beef with Scooter Braun thing that she always takes public, uh, I find that to be a little petty. It's just business. Do your business behind yeah. the scenes. Figure out what you got to figure out. But I, I think it's kind of cheap. Okay. I don't know. I think That's it's, awesome. uh, you know, I, I get that, but I think yeah. if uh, somebody took, you know, 50, 60, 70 million dollars of your stuff. Uh, it's not her stuff. <laughs> so, that's how it's well, determined, but if you think that right. it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I mean, the, that's what I'm saying. The public part of, like, you know, kind of putting it out there for her fans. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Just figure it out with your people. Have your people figure it out. You'll win in the end, Taylor. It's okay. Uh, Trending on Twitter number two. Mariah Carey is dubbed the queen of Christmas because of her uber popular song, All I Want for Christmas. You really want to get all the Taylor Swift people mad at you. First, you say her career is over. I know. Then you say her music. Now you're telling her to shut up about her $70 million. Boy, you just really want them after you, don't you? Uh, Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying what? (laughs) Okay. So Mariah Carey, you know, she's like the queen of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And now she's launching a virtual cookie brand that will deliver desserts straight to your doorstep. So everybody's kind of excited, and they're just saying this is the Mariah Carey season. Mariah Carey cookies. Mm-hmm. All right, and trending on Twitter number one. A Chris Crindle market-inspired pop-up in Avondale is hoping to save the holidays from COVID. Demon Tap near Belmont in California is going to be selling gluin. It's the spice wine. I thought wine. it was gluvine. Yeah, you're right. Gluvine. Probably- gluvine. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it's Chris Kindle as opposed to Chris Crindle. You added an R there. <laughs> Gosh, I'm the worst. Anyway. You got Christmas mad at you. We've got Taylor Swift fans mad at him. I'm just trying to get through this. There it was. Lions coach Daryl Bevel spoils his daughter's proposals in his press conference. Uh, coach, what would you do over Thanksgiving? Yeah, you know, I was with family, and uh, my my daughter's boyfriends both cornered me and asked for their hands in marriage. So I guess that's coming sometime soon. I don't know. Oh, wow. that's so the daughter's personal. like, what? What? Why would you Incredible. tell them that? Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Hi there, Rachel. Hi. Had your proposal spoiled? I found the ring myself. Oh. Uh, were you yeah, looking we were... for it? Were you intentionally snooping, or did you just stumble across it? No, we had a trip planned to Florida, so I was helping packing, and I stumbled across it in his underwear drawer. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where we like and to hide things. Yeah, usually that's yeah. a pretty private area. Yeah, nobody wants to check our underpants. <laughs> And we had a nice dinner planned to where I kept waiting for dinner the whole time for him to ask. So finally, right before we left, I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom one more time. And when I came back is when he was down on his knees Ah, to propose. That's nice. That's so nice. Yeah, Daryl Bevel, he's a dad. He spoiled it. Carrie, your dad spoiled it too? Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Hi. What happened? Hi. Oh, my gosh. So we had a trip planned to the Outer Banks, um, and my husband was kind enough to go ask my dad like hey can i can we do this here uh my dad thinks he's hilarious so he uh left me a voicemail to the effect of like hey you know your husband or your future husband was over here he asked for your hand i told him you better take it because you i won't have it back oh look at that so, <laughs> yeah. oh, dad sees an opportunity like, for comedy yeah oh my god so i get this voicemail before the trip and i'm like okay so that guy was a surprise <laughs> yeah but i got a really quality joke out of it <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it, right, honey? Oh, my God. That's oh, my so crazy. Dad. Oh, my God. Your proposal was spoiled. Glenn. Yeah, mine was spoiled by the TSA agent at the airport. Oh, okay. they found it? Well, we were going to Vegas. I was going to propose there, so I had the ring and the carry-on. And when I went through the x-ray, he's like, you're going to have to take that out. So I'm telling my wife, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go, like, put your shoes on. Uh, grab a Starbucks. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> well, and then not only did he make me take it out, but I got the box. I'm like, it's a ring in there. He's like, okay, you're going to have to take it out of the box. Oh, oh my God. So she saw it and everything. Oh, come on, man. Are you giving so the then, TSA guy the look like, dude? Exactly. Well, and eventually the proposal was here, take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And she's right there by shoes. the Starbucks. Yeah. How romantic. Guy's got a painting. In his entryway of his apartment, his condo, whatever. His girlfriend's like, I, I love that painting. I love that. He's like, well, I did that. She's like, oh, I love it even more. I know, right?
And uh, after she said, I love it even more, he realized in his head, well, now I can't tell her that I did it with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And by did it, I mean made the painting. Right. <laughs> so he's thinking, all right, she loves it. Now she's you know, moving in. Do I, do I need to come clean about this? Do I need to get rid of the painting? Now, before we get to your calls, Whip, what, would you, what advice would you give? Does he need to tell her yes or no? No. Ah, Thank yeah. God. Violetta, does he need to tell her? Yes. Have you lost your mind? <laughs> I would want to know. This has got to be the numbness speaking. No, yeah. as a girl, I would want to know. If he's looking at this painting every single day, thinking about his ex, now I need to know that. that you, is, were, you need to disclose that information. You know, you've got no problems whatsoever right now. Everything's fine. She's happy. You're happy. Everything's fine. Why would you throw something out there just to screw it up? Right. Let me ask a follow-up question to that. You would probably not like the fact if right. you found that out, right? Or oh, no? Oh, no. I wouldn't like him. We would get rid of it. You'd be very unhappy with that. So that's yeah. why he doesn't want to disclose yeah. it. He knows you won't like it. Right. And he doesn't want to get into the oh, fight. Oh, you're saving you my just, feelings. Yeah. yeah. Hide okay. It. You got to hide that. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you don't say a word about that. Nope, nope, no. And then if she finds out, you just say you forgot. You for- <laughs> I heard you made that with your girlfriend. See? How could you have not tell, told me that? I forgot. Yeah. It's a spiral effect. You just keep well, lying. That's you right. got to tell the truth. Say so you forgot. Uh, hi, <laughs> Sherry. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What kind of advice would you give him? Should he tell his current girlfriend the painting is, was made with his ex-girlfriend? Well, I'm sorry, Violetta, but <laughs> I have to say no. Right. Because I say what she doesn't know isn't going to hurt her. Exactly. Oh, what she said. Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> That's a wise woman right there. Just stick okay. with her. Just follow her. Way to go. Hi, uh, Phil. Hey. Yeah, I, I think tell her because guys are clumsy, and we'll forget and we'll trip up. She'll find out. She'll know we're lying to her, and then we'll kind of have to talk about it anyway. So just get it out there. Don't let it be. Yeah, don't let it become a bigger issue later yes. on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, be honest. I love that. We're not. Uh, we're getting along great right now. I'd like to throw something out so we can not get along. Um, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand his theory too because he's like, you know, eventually we're going to mess up and it's going to become worse. Mm-hmm. But you just no, got to be no. really Whip. careful, I guess. Eventually, when we mess up, what do we say? I don't recall. I forgot. <laughs> I yeah. forgot. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I totally forgot. She was so meaningless in my life. I completely forgot she That's was even right. involved in that. Oh I mean, it's just rolling off your tongue. I made l- lots of paintings with lots of women. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that chair over there? I made that with three women. You <laughs> <laughs> should have seen it. I can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. The whole living room set? That was at a party where things got really weird. It is a slippery slope, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think, Timmy? I think you tell her. Hey, babe, you know what? How about you and I? We go to the paint store together. We'll put both paintings together. You pick the one that you want up on the wall. And then we'll sit on the couch, get numb together, and cry it out. Oh, yes! I literally got goosebumps from that. Yeah, you're all crazy. (laughs) Mixed morning mind bender. The favorite tradition around the holidays for families is what? I bring this up for a very specific reason. It must be what? Sherry. Hi. Hi. To go caroling together? Go caroling. No. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you, though. Uh, hi, Caitlin. Is it look at Christmas lights? Look at Christmas lights. No. Okay. No, no, no. But thank you, thank you. Uh, must be what? Emily. 
Uh, I'm going to say getting drunk together. Getting drunk together. No. We do but that all times, the time. Good times. Good times. <laughs> good times. Good Bring times. Bring the eggnog. That is not it. Uh, hi, Dawn. Hi. Is it cutting down a tree and trimming it together? Cutting down the tree and decorating it. No. That's, wow. A lot of guesses. This is like though. all the hard stuff. Yeah. Mm, no. The favorite uh, tradition around the holiday is what, Renee? Watching holiday movies. That is yeah. exactly right. Oh, that makes Getting sense. together and watching holiday movies. I didn't expect that. You enjoy doing that, Renee? I do. My favorite movie is The Elf. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Right. There he is. Uh-huh. There's a lot of uh, viral TikTok videos of uh, people dressed as elf jumping across the street on the uh, yeah. on the markings in the crosswalk. Mm, yeah. That's great. Your favorite tradition around the holidays, watch holiday movies is number one. Put up holiday decorations, number two. Cook the holiday meal, number three. Listen to holiday music, number four. Buy presents, number five. Wow. Now, the favorite classic holiday movie of all time. What do you think that classic is? Classic movie. A classic? When you say classic, I'll go, it's a wonderful life. No, sorry. Um, That's number two. Oh. Miracle on 25th Lane. Miracle on 25th Lane. Oh, what's it called? That's one of my favorites, <laughs> but no. Uh, is it? Is it Home Alone? No, it's National Lampoon's Christmas uh, Vacation. How could I forget? The pooper's full. That's mm-hmm. right. Cousin That's Eddie. That's Classic? Yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Everybody loves it, followed by It's a Wonderful Life, followed by A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. Then Home Alone, then A Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, now, yeah. your modern-day favorite holiday movie made since 2000 is, of course, what you just heard, Elf. Elf! Yeah. Followed by Polar Express. Oh, yeah. Seuss's The Grinch. Yes, yes, yes. Love Actually. Hmm. That one always irks me a little bit. And Die Hard. Oh. Ah, that that, that debate. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. But Classic. Elf in at number one. That being said, <laughs> listen to this. Okay. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Turn down. Oh, my God. $29 million to be buddy all over again in Elf 2. Wow. Wow. $29 million? $29 million he was offered to do the movie, and he turned it down. You might have more to it. I don't know, I do. but I remember you told us a couple of months ago something I did not know, which is that he and John Favreau mm-hmm. don't More get along. Hold that, hold that okay. thought. Got don't, it, got don't. it. Hold the thought. Whip. Spoiling it. Yeah, I didn't know if this was related to that. After the wild success of the first movie, New Line Cinema execs were eager to make follow-up, but uh, that wouldn't be possible without, obviously, the undisputed star. Farrell didn't want to do a sequel, even for the extraordinary amount of $29 million, which he was offered. Oh, my wow. God. That's what uh, was uh, the offer for it, but I killed the idea of a sequel because I never liked it, said Will. $29 million does seem like a lot of money for a guy to wear tights, but it's what the marketplace would bear. It's insane, but it's not my call. The studios perpetuate it, and they made it hard to say no. Although he says in the big scheme of things, turning it down wasn't as difficult as he thought. There have been pervasive rumors that it didn't happen because Will Ferrell... And director John Favreau don't get along. That's right. Okay. Which is amazing because Will Ferrell is the nicest man you'll ever meet. He's been in here mm-hmm. with us a couple of times. Absolutely. And John Favreau's been in here, and he's great. Yeah. So Some maybe there's something there. Yeah, you it know, doesn't John, click. John Favreau did the Iron Man movie. Yeah. That's right. You know, he's, he's a huge uh, guy with those. If he someone want to pay me $29 million, I'd be nice to everybody. Co-star James Caan explained the tension during an interview. Of course, James Caan was off stad. Remember that? That's right. We were going to do it, and I thought, oh, my God, I finally got a franchise movie. I can make some money, let my kids do what the hell they want to do. And the director, John Favreau, and Will, they didn't get along very well. So initially, Will wanted to do it, but he didn't want John Favreau to direct. But John Favreau had it in his contract that he could direct the next Elf. Right. So that mm-hmm. just killed it. Wow. wow. That's it. 
Isn't that unbelievable? That's unreal. He walked away from $29 million. Uh, our buddy comedian Pat McGann joins us. Hang on, I'll get I'll grab Pat in just a second here. Uh, hey, Whip, speaking yeah. of comedians, for the 9 o'clock news, can you check something for me? Sure. I saw a story, but I haven't heard the details. Uh, comedian John Mulaney. You know yeah, John? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hosted Saturday Night Live a number right. of times. Reportedly, a joke he told during his monologue from uh, SNL uh, warranted a visit from the Secret Service. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. Intense. Maybe have that for the 9 a.m. news. Hey, Pat. Eric. How Good morning. Would, how would you feel if a joke you told, you went home to your uh, place on the south side, there was a knock at the door, and it was the Secret Service outside wanting to talk about that joke? Oh, man, that would not feel. No. That would probably remind me of uh, a post-show. I did a, I did a joke about um, I'm Catholic, and I'm still Catholic, going to church, getting mm-hmm. communion. Mm-hmm. And, and I had a joke about... Uh, not getting it, you know, in their hand when you just stick your tongue out. Right. <laughs> right. People that was do that. Yeah. 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 And and I and then I got visited by a priest <gasps> after the show who was oh, in the audience and he, he was uh, telling me no bueno. Really? No I said bueno. sorry. Really? Sorry, Padre. <laughs> yeah. It's just a joke. Feel terrible about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll forget it by tomorrow. Everything'll be fine. How are you, Pat? Oh, I'm great. You know, things are awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's feeling super. Just hanging at home. Are you, are you still doing your jokes? Uh, you know, I was watching them for a while on uh, Facebook and Instagram where you would uh, you would test your jokes out on your kids because you couldn't go anywhere to do your act. <laughs> you know, I was doing those pop-ups, and I kind of they kind of fizzled out once. Uh, I think I was riding the wave of whatever got us to March 12th. Right. That was the last time I did like a, a real live show. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm still trying to stay creative and stay engaged on social. It's just tough sometimes because, you know, it's all about the kids now. Everyone's worried about the kids. It's like, what are you worried about them for? They've been sober this whole time. <laughs> right? They're, That's right. They're worried about us. That's right. right. That's right. They're like, dad doesn't look so good. <laughs> it's been six months of this. He doesn't look so good anymore. <laughs> you cannot figure it out. I feel like it's because we grew up in the 80s, and all we ever heard was just say no or just do it. Right. And that is so confusing. <laughs> right, yeah, Constantly no. yeah. walking a tightrope. None of us know what to do. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so you're going to be hosting, uh, let me see if I have this right, Pat, and uh, I probably don't, a, um, <laughs> a virtual evening of laughter for the 19th Ward Small Business Super Raffle. You've always been so supportive of your hometown area, and, your, and more specifically your hometown ward, right? Yeah, you know what? It's um, especially these last several months. These business owners are are struggling. You know, uh, everything kind of. I mean, I, I don't have to explain. Everyone can relate, especially these uh, restaurants and bars, and um, and that's the backbone of our community. So, you know, I grew up here. Uh, my wife and I have three kids here, and we just don't want to see any of these people, um, you know, lose their business sure. due to stuff that's kind of out of their control. So. We got a great community that rallies behind stuff like this. I think they've already raised over one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and um, it's a raffle where you can win a car. I mean, you can win a. I love that they're giving away a Ford Escape, a twenty twenty Ford Escape. It's like who wouldn't want to escape twenty twenty, right? It's a natural fit. Yeah. (laughs) So they're giving away a car. They're giving away cash. They're giving away a bunch of gift cards to these local businesses, and um, putting together like a little variety show. You, everyone, they pays 50 bucks for tickets you get five chances in the raffle you get a link for this show friday night and i got a bunch of great comics lined up i also have some um just some interesting guests 
like Jeffrey Bayer from uh, Channel 11. Oh, love, love that guy. He's the best. The Aerial Chicago Dude. just came out. I know. I have that recorded. I got to check it out today before I talk to him. Did you guys see it? Yeah, it's really good. I have not seen it. It I is really, to. really good. I need to see yeah, it. I kind of want to be Jeffrey Bear a little bit. If I wasn't me, I wouldn't mind I do being too. Jeffrey. I actually tried working with right. Jeffrey Bear and asked him why he denied my internship when I applied once. Oh, my once. God. Now this is all about you. <laughs> no, oh, no. Okay, I will. Yeah. That's going to be my first question, right. Neil. That's going to be number one. Right out of the gate with that one. <laughs> right out of the gate. He's still cool, though. Really, though, like... I feel like a Chicago junkie a little bit, mm-hmm. but like you see that guy. That's right. it. And he's like he knows everything. Like yeah. he knows every yeah. corner, every neighborhood, even the suburbs. It's just I yeah, I, it's it's awesome. He can never move. That's true. Yeah, he's stuck. <laughs> yeah so I'm uh, oh. I'm looking forward to talking to him and um, you know just having a good time with um, with these people that. You know we live amongst. So it should be fun. All right, so this is on Friday night, December eighteenth, right? No, it's actually this Friday. It's tomorrow. Why do I have Friday? Oh. Oh, Oh, tickets for the Super Raffle are available for purchase through Friday, December 18th. But the the special is this Friday. Friday, 7.30. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, like you said, you can continue to buy tickets and win the car and and win win some money. But if you want to get the link to the show... Um, you have to buy $50 worth of tickets by tomorrow. Okay. And I think you go to the19thward.com for all the details, all the information, ticket availability, et cetera, et cetera. Do I have that part right? You do. Okay. You nailed that one. All right. And <laughs> raising money for small businesses throughout Beverly, Morgan Park, Mount Greenwood communities, and the whole South Side 19th Ward. Pat McGann, you're taking good care of them. You know, we were supposed to have lunch like 64 times during this uh pandemic and they keep closing restaurants on us so i don't know what's going to happen to that i know man i I just uh i feel like we'll hunker down for these few months and then we're gonna all go out right and yeah yeah, uh, yeah. in in the new world even that vaccine new world and by the way i meant to tell you and i think i I think we told you last time uh, we were on but your your comedy special your netflix sebastian maniscalco presents pat mcgann when's mom gonna be home it is tremendous it's really really good Thanks, dude. I'm happy to say it. Yeah, and you can see that on Comcast, Amazon, uh, Spectrum, Apple TV, just about anywhere. All right, Pat, it's good talking to you as always, and uh, continued success. And we'll keep an eye on things on Friday. Okay. I appreciate it so much, guys. Thanks so much. All right, buddy. bye. See ya. Yeah. More than ever, we need a laugh right now. We do. Ready? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to like these headlines for Three Story Thursday. Headline number one. Man loses license for driving under the influence of rum balls. Rum balls. <laughs> rum balls. Let's get ready to rum ball. Choked on that one. Too easy. Headline number two. More Japanese men are sitting down to urinate as pandemic keeps people home. <laughs> I Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. Well, you will. Wept shortly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wondering sitting, a couple things. Sitting Japanese. Okay. Headline number three. <laughs> Mom accidentally sells son on Facebook. Oh, what? Sold gun. Got a deal. Somebody got a deal. Sold him. It was an accident, but yeah, she got a good deal. Okay. What do you want to do? Can we get the mom selling the kid out of the way? Nope. Got to wait. Okay. (laughs) Oh, all right. Let's, let's, uh, Uh uh, the rum balls. Rum balls it is, Whip. (laughs) Uh, In Australia, home of the Wallaboo-roo. Well, there's a wallaby, a kangaroo, and a wallaroo. Wallaroo. That's right. Wallaroo, right. Perth, Australia, not to be confused with Peru, Illinois. Here's one more reason. 
Too much candy can be bad for you. A Perth, Australia court has convicted a man for driving under the influence of rum balls. Tommy Keefe had started eating the treats at a friend's birthday party and was snacking on them on the drive home when he was pulled over and given a breathalyzer. He registered a .038 blood alcohol, which is above the legal limit of .02 for licensed driver drivers. He said he had no clue how potent the rum balls could be. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You ever had a rum ball before? I, they are I, hard to eat. And he no. was just popping them like chiclets. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I know what that is. Is that with the cherry rum too or no? Uh, you can get them that way, but sometimes they're just like little okay. chocolate balls. So it's like a cho- like one of those chocolate yeah. liqueur things right. you kind would of, see. Okay. But some of those. them even have like a, a filling that's just mixed with rum. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Like a yeah. white filling. They got a little sting to them though. Mm. Uh, speaking of sting, that's when you sit down to pee. <laughs> <laughs> More true? Japanese men are sitting down to urinate as the pandemic keeps people home. Hmm. The number of men who sit down to pee is growing amid the coronavirus, according to the poll conducted by Panasonic. Ah. As men spend more time at home due to teleworking, they become more concerned about stains on or around the bowl. Oh. There ah. seems to be a growing desire to keep toilets clean since they've started to use them more often. Because usually you'd be just peeing at work. You don't care where it goes. Oh, right, yeah. Right, you're just right. Now you're in your house. Right. You're yeah. more careful. Right. Yeah. I have a question. Well, hold that thought for just a moment, Violetta. <laughs> okay. I will get right to you. Thanks. I'll just wait patiently over here. 11% of men say they have started to sit down while doing it, and 58% said they had already been sitting down and their <laughs> behavior hasn't changed. Have I answered your question yet? Um, Kind of. 70% of men were found to sit during peeing compared to 51% in a survey conducted in 2015. Okay, so it's it is it's rare to sit down, right? Like most guys stand. Like do you uh, guys it kind of depends. In the middle of the night, I uh, I like to sit. It's just safer. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Okay. See, this is news to me. I was I was <laughs> yeah. without. I'm I'm not gonna be gross. I'm just saying if if the peeing is the only activity I'm gonna. Oh have my to, god! That's Why? what the article's Why? about. Well, that's, so pee. so then it's a no. I'm not gonna sit down. You so you. Sometimes you rarely... I do just because I'm tired. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I'll take a little break here while I'm at it. I feel like guys that share a house with a lot of women sit down. That could be. Mm, because maybe. I know, I feel like my dad. Oh, Swanee, I, I think he sits down all the time. Really? Oh, there you go. So, See, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't really know what guys do. I guess it's really yeah. the bottom line <laughs> maybe you here. you should spend some more time figuring out what guys I do. I think I should. <laughs> and then finally, on Three Story Thursday, mom accidentally sells son on Facebook. An Australian mother, a lot in Australia going on. Yeah, okay. Accidentally placed her toddler uh, up for sale on Facebook. She was selling a Christmas tree for 50 bucks and posted four pictures. One included her son. The capture read, bought two years ago from Adairs. It must be like their Walmart. Yeah, right. In superb condition, ideal for the apartment or small space. One potential buyer wrote back, if I buy the baby, reckon she will throw in the tree for free? <laughs> reckon. Those Australians. Want to go now, Swanee? Yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because I... Uh, Go we, home? We, we might have to hold... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true employee of this station, Violetta. <laughs> well, I was like, the sooner you can get out of here, the better. It's only 9.30. Are we ready to go? Uh, go home? I can go home? <laughs> it's, it's like suddenly your teacher this just is, said, class is canceled. This is the radio station where no one wants to work. <laughs> uh, I would not... Yeah. No, no, I, sorry, we got, I I don't like to keep law enforcement waiting. Oh, right, they got stuff to do. Yeah. They're real jobs. Yeah, and, and this is the case right now because not many people know, and WIP uh, helped break the story this morning, that uh, the Wallaroo is indigenous to Peru, Illinois. Not many people know that. <laughs> Big secret. Yeah. Not anymore. A lot of kangaroos and wallabies meeting in bars down in Peru. Exactly. Going home and creating little wallaroos. 
jumping around everywhere down there. All right, well, give me a little background on the story before we talk to Chief Doug. Uh, the way I understand it, uh, there was a wallaroo, which is just what you said, a kangaroo and a wallaby crossed, uh, hopping down the street in Peru, Illinois yesterday. It ended up in the Illinois River, but luckily... It is okay now because they rescued it. The police, wow. the police fished it out of the river, uh, or so to speak. Yeah, or some control, people that the police rest- set yeah. up. Together. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I bet you, I bet you, Chief Doug down in Peru knows all about it. Uh, hi, Chief. How are you? Good morning. How are you, people up there? Uh, Good excellent. morning. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the time, Chief. Uh, so it sounds like things got a little exciting in Peru yesterday. Well, yeah, I guess you could call it exciting. It did about uh, one fifteen yesterday afternoon. All heck broke loose, and nine one one phones were blown up, and yep. social media was blown up because people literally saw a kangaroo running down uh, U.S. Route six through our wow. downtown business district. So yeah, it was pretty right, crazy. Right through downtown there in Peru, it was a running or hopping or jumping or whatever wallaroos do. How big was it? <laughs> Uh, I'd say about fifty or sixty pounds. Uh, it, it was pretty good size. Okay, uh, so it like hops past the Casey's. Uh, you're drinking your coffee and you look out. Did you see it? Did you witness it? Well, I, I actually did. I uh, the current police station we're in is literally located in the downtown business district on Route Six. I was on uh, the phone talking to a city attorney up in Chicago, and I looked out my window and literally saw. A kangaroo right. hopping down the street past the police department and several squad cars in pursuit. And wow. I told them I had to get off the phone. And right. I, I got to go and, deal with this. Right. Go see exactly. a therapist. Right. And you're thinking, wow, this right. is so 2020. This is unbelievable. It, it, absolutely. Yeah. Is the first thought that crossed your mind, where the heck did a kangaroo come from? Uh, well, that might have been the second. I can't tell you what the first right. was. <laughs> that, right. that was the second, you know. Gotcha. You know, we have exotic pet stores in town. I thought maybe that would be it. I didn't know that a private citizen would have ownership of one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, it, a lot of thoughts went through my mind. All right, so as it hops through downtown, Chief, uh, and then we heard it hopped into the Illinois River? Yeah, it worked its way around the downtown area, past the hospital, across a couple state highways. <laughs> this is like I'm it... reading a police report. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then it worked its way down to the uh, banks of the Illinois River along some railroad tracks and okay. got kind of tuckered out. So we kind of had it under surveillance because we couldn't get near it. It was scared, obviously. And so it was resting. And then all of a sudden it just darted and jumped and hopped and took a tumble down the river, the banks of the river, um, and right into the Illinois River and literally tried to swim from the North Shore to the South Shore. And there's no way anyone is going to be able to do that, human or otherwise. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so we had fireboats coming out and trying to, you know, try and rescue it and had to keep the owner from jumping into the river <laughs> um, to go after Wally. And long story short, a couple of uh, fishermen just out minding their own business, enjoying the sunny day uh-huh. on the river, came around the bend, and we started screaming, fish them out, fish them out. And they did and said, it's not a dog. And we said, no, it's a kangaroo. Um, <laughs> oh, it's then, a kangaroo in the Illinois River in Peru, Illinois. Well, it's it actually a wallaroo, yeah. uh, not a kangaroo, but right. they're in the same family, I sure, guess. So, sure. Anyway, <laughs> got, it, got it to shore, got it to a local vet, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. Ah, uh, man, that's unbelievable. Uh, so the yeah, wallaroo, is it named Wally? Is it You called it yeah, Wally. Is that uh, the, it's named Wally. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right, and uh, now is Wally safely back in the hands of uh, his or her owner? 
Yes, uh, Wally is back with its owner. Uh, the owner has given us a permit from the state of Illinois that he believes gives him authority to have this animal. We're not so sure about that, so we're working on that today to verify, hey, can you have a wallaroo? Um, you know, do you need a permit? Um, and, you know, is that a violation of the city ordinance and whatnot? So as of now, Wally's home with the owner, um, whether it's going to be the permanent home. At this point, I tend to suspect maybe not so, that he's going to have to find a a more appropriate uh, venue for Wally. Yeah, maybe so. somewhere over in LaSalle so you guys don't have to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? There you go. Well, oh. Chief, it is an unbelievable story. We heard it earlier and we were amazed by it, so we wanted to get verification that it was actually true from those who witnessed it. Boy, oh boy, what oh, could yeah, today hold uh, for you? You and everybody across the country, I can't believe it's uh, national, I don't know if it's international attention, but the phones have been blowing up and interviews and oh. national uh, TV shows are calling wow. and want to do interviews on it today, so yeah. I guess in this year, it, it you know, it's kind of good news, really. Sure, it's a happy story. Well, Chief, yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll let you go talk to Hoda Kotb next. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> your time, and uh, all the best to you yeah. guys down there. Sometimes right, I well, drive to Princeton. If there's any chance you guys could avoid pulling me over, I'd appreciate it. Well, just give me a call ahead of time. We'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you. Thanks, Chief. I like that guy. Oh, He's great. It's Chief Doug down awesome. in Peru. ComEd will never come to your home or business to ask for your account information or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.